0: Hello, everybody, Scotty Milas, another episode of All Things Considered Franchising, powered by Scott Miles, FranchiseCoach.com. All Things Considered Franchising is a podcast dedicated to the entrepreneur, focusing on people who are interested in exploring business ownership through franchising, and also uh, occasionally we have guests on that are uh, entrepreneurs on the independent side, some fascinating stories, Scott Miles Franchise Coach is a uh, company that I founded that uh, helps people research and explore business ownership, franchises. The services, education, and guidance that we uh, provide are absolutely at no cost to our clients. We are compensated by the brands that we represent, over 600 of them now in the uh, IFPG portfolio. And today's guest is just one of those guys that, if you ever met him at a uh, poker table, uh, bellied up to the bar and just wanted to have a great conversation. Somebody I've known for years, uh, believe it or not, uh, another one of those younger generation guys uh, that I have a lot of respect for, uh, Vice President of Horsepower Brands, Turp Ricketts. Turp, welcome to the show.
1: Scotty, my friend, I'll, uh, I'll have that check in the mail for gassing me up <laughs> right after we get off here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you
0: and I have rubbed elbows on a number of occasions, a number of conferences. Um yeah you know, you just bring some light to the room, I guess, uh, you know, in regards to uh, franchising, uh, helping people kind of make that right decision. Uh, you're focused on uh, development, VP of Development for Horsepower Brands, which is an FSO franchise sales organization, multiple brands, but you're, what you've been focusing on is this exciting brand that you brought into the portfolio, uh, Blingle. Uh, yeah. You know, and I definitely want to get into that, but I want to talk about your experience within the franchising industry, how you kind of got into this, because I mean, you know, it just amazes me that, you know, and and, and you and I were talking before the show started, um, you know, I'm 63 and I'm kind of gearing back and I look at people like yourself, kind of that young generation, younger generation, I'm not going to say Mm -hmm. absolutely young. um, Mm -hmm. And it fascinates me to see the energy that's coming into the industry And organizations, FSOs like yourself. So, tell me a little bit about. Maybe tell our audience a little bit about yourself and uh, about franchising. You know what attracts you to it, and then we'll get into Blingle and some of the other horsepower brands.
1: No, absolutely. I appreciate that. And uh, I know my parents have told me at times that I act like I'm 18 still, uh, but but I'm a little. (laughs) That's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You gotta have that flavor, man, or or it all gets boring for you. But no, really excited to be on. I kind of just fell into franchising um, right out of college. I'm a big mama's boy. I had an opportunity to work for the PGA, but I had to go overseas for like a 10-year contract. It's like not doing that. Worked my way up in various organizations and then had an awesome opportunity to run the franchise finance vertical for a national lender. And I met the CEO. I had worked with the CEO through the process. Said, hey, you want to come start this, this vertical? I'd love to have somebody young with energy like you that knows franchising. I said, heck yeah. Even though I didn't have a clue what I was doing, I'd never managed anyone. <laughs> and uh, C's get degrees, Scotty. So I did have a little bit of a finance background. But I'm not a genius. Um, built that up like crazy. It was awesome. Scaled it really well. But, you know, banks have portfolios, things like that. And I built it up almost too quickly. And I was like, that's really not going to work for me. I want to keep growing. But I met Josh Skolnick and Zach Butler because I built out customized finance programs for Monster and Redbox, called them, I knew they were doing something. They're dudes that have vision. They have capital and they can execute. You put those three things together. I'm all about it. Next thing I know, I'm <laughs> on a plane and uh, I'm here. And I've been here. I was the first employee at at horsepower and uh, built out Mighty Dog and now with Blingle and and really overseeing all the brands. It's been it's been an awesome ride, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're not playing a lot of golf out in Nebraska in, in October, November, December, and January. So it's a short season out there. But, you know, yeah. uh, there's a lot of excitement with Blingle. And yeah. uh, I'm going to let you kind of share that excitement with our audience because it, it it opens the door for a lot of people to get into entrepreneurship that's not in what I call a category that has a lot of competition. You know, I've always, as a coach and, and somebody who's been in this space for, you know, what seems to be like a lifetime now, Um, you know, people always say to me, you know, I don't want to get into this because it's saturated. But I always tell people that one of the reasons that markets are saturated is because it pleases the masses. There are a lot of people that utilize that service or product uh, or eat that food. And that's why the market's saturated, because there are a lot of people, you just got to be better than everybody else. But Blingo brings in something that's you know, kind of leans towards a need, not yep. so much a want, it's a need, uh, but um, it, it it focuses in on an industry that really isn't saturated, so there's a lot of potential and reoccurring revenue. So share some thoughts about Blingol, tell the audience a little bit about it, because I think it's a great little brand.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's been really fun, and we launched uh, franchising in January of 22. We have over 50 franchise owners, 190 plus territories awarded. And 135, 140 of those open. Um, so it, it's been amazing. And when we look at it, I, I go look at like creditors reports. We look at the market itself because we want to make sure too, if it's saturated, is there, is it fragmented still? Is there a big dog there? If there's right. a uh, if there's a Procter and Gamble at the lunch table with you, when you get to the lunch table with the big dogs and they want to eat your lunch, you're not eating today, my friend. <laughs>
0: That's right, That's you
1: know. Right. Right. So we That's go right. there. You got to bring it. your
0: doggy bag. You got to have some leftovers. <laughs> you better. You better. Yeah,
1: or maybe a power bar because All they're right. gonna, they're going to get the sandwich at the end of the day. So we want to make sure. Hey, where where is that? What's it look like? The landscape. And when we're looking at it, there's onesie twosies that specialize in in direct kind of either holiday lighting or outdoor lighting, et cetera, but nobody brings in a premier lighting company like Blingle, where you have your holiday lighting, both commercial residential, you have commercial residential landscape and permanent lighting, and then event lighting as well. And like you said, this business marries together really well. There's the residual revenue nature of event and holiday lighting, as well as then high ticket, high margin with landscape lighting and permanent lighting, where you can also sell a contract to upkeep. And it it marries those two together. And it's very blue ocean when you look at it, man. And it, it's been a slam dunk so far. And we've had a lot of learnings along the way too. When you grow, as you know, as a franchisor, you're going to hit bumps in the road. And it's about, as a franchisor, how do you react? And do you have the right owners there to just get better and tighten up the sword? And like I said, we have a lot of capital and we know what we're doing. So when we do need to make a pivot, we do. And coming into the second year, we're just, beyond excited for, for what Blingle's going to do. So Blingle focuses
0: on lighting. I mean, let, let's face it, lighting is, I mean, it, it, it's everywhere. I mean, it's, yeah. and, and, and not only are you focusing on the holiday side of it, which is seasonal. Yep. Um, look, nobody likes getting up, especially up here in the Northeast. Nobody wants to get on a ladder when it's cold out and start stringing lights. So, I mean, that, that, that's a service. But yep. you also are dealing on the commercial side as far as landscaping, uh, event lighting. Um, tell us a little bit more about the product services that you're offering. And then let's t- touch on who are your franchisees? Where are we, where are we seeing them come in from? Who's, who's generating the interest? Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and we'll kind of go from there.
1: Yeah, so I'd say when you look at the products on the landscape, permanent, and then event lighting side, I mean, it's really anyth- anything you can think of. And we have wholesale great pricing with all the largest vendors in the country. And I'll just give you an example of this is what a franchise owner would do if they were going after, let's say, a custom home builder. Custom home builders are going to always have landscape lighting in all of their builds. So right. what you would is use our national permit database that spits this into your CRM. And, you, oh, there's an, uh, a home builder here that's custom home builder. They pulled five permits. What are they doing? They're building five homes. What am I going to do? I'm going to call them and then I'm going to mail them things. And then I'm going to visit them to make sure that they know you're going to use me for your landscape and permanent lighting. What I'm going to do for you is do your first model home at cost and then you build in X, Y, Z, three different packages for that consumer and they have to pick one. And then, you know, bam, I'm in, I'm in there. And you continue to build that and, and, and nurture that relationship. And you also go straight to consumer as well. If someone's doing a reno or whatever it is, or wants to just add some spice to it. Same thing with weddings, et cetera. My dad's still losing his hair from paying for my my sister. <laughs> so, you know, they, they spend there. <laughs>
0: That's right. I know that feeling. I got one more to go. so. <laughs> yeah, buddy.
1: Yeah, buddy. It's nice having it off the payroll and then, and then <laughs> all married out. So um, but then I, I'd say from a who we're looking for thing like, you know, I, I I think it's it's a difficult question because we have people that have sales marketing backgrounds, engineers, etc. cetera. And it's looking at something and it sounds flippant to say, well, if you have business acumen and then you meet a net worth and liquidity requirement, I think that we can do this. But really it's do you have an entrepreneurial spirit? Do you see the glasses half full as opposed to half empty? And there's right. no specific skill set Because if I say to you, uh, well, you have to have a, a, a pharmaceutical background, for like a nursing home or something like that, or this, that, the other, I think it's because the franchise or is smart and they know they don't have the training platform to be able to instill that knowledge upon the franchise. So they have to come in the door with it, with us. You just got to be able to execute and have some business acumen. We'll teach you everything you need to know about the lighting industry, about roofing, about spray foam painting. It's all service-based businesses. It's not rocket science see some of your competition out there and you'll know it's not rocket science right
0: right absolutely but <laughs> yeah. you know you talk about business acumen. I, I think it's safe to say turf and again we don't want to mislead people that there is a general uh, ability here or need for an ability to be comfortable in that sales aptitude role i mean you've got to be comfortable being able to Go speak with somebody. We're not talking about, you know, being a Willie Loman where, you're, you know, the death of a salesman where you're <laughs> knocking on doors and cold calling 150 people a day. It's yeah. networking. It's getting out and being able to say, hey, I'd like you to, you know, talk to you about the services or making a presentation. Am I yeah. correct in that aspect? I mean, oh, you yeah. know, if you don't have that skill set or or that comfort, these businesses may not be for you. Oh,
1: 100, 110%. Like you, you need to be able to go out and present your business to a group of realtors or some, you know, real estate agents, because you want to get in and Hey, if you need some landscape lighting to do X, Y, Z, or, you know, commercial brokers with, Hey, your security in your system is going to, and the the lighting package is going to make it so that it's eco friendly, et cetera. You want to be able to go out and be passionate about it and be able to speak to it. But I tell people, even if you're, you don't like that, uh, guess what you will, because it's your baby. And if you can't speak to your business in a confident way and an excited, passionate way, it doesn't have to be a passion business. I don't even necessarily in, in like, I don't believe in that. Right. It's just no matter what you have this investment in and it is your baby, it is your business and you got to be able to speak to it. If you don't, if you want to sit at a computer all day and you know, you better have an awesome sales team and be able to manage them. And if that's your personality, I don't know if you'd be great at managing a good. Right, sales exactly.
0: Team. Exactly. No, you know, you know, and one of the things that you just mentioned, and, and 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 maybe our audience didn't pick up on it, is that in that horsepower uh, family, the, the service-based brands, the Mighty Dog Roofings, the Blingles, and the other brands that you have, you don't necessarily have to have industry experience. The beauty of uh, investing in a franchise and becoming an entrepreneur versus doing it yourself, I mean, there are advantages, I mean, look, I got nothing against people who are independents. I think independents are great. But the beauty of a franchise, I guess it was put to me, uh, the best way to describe it is, is that you're really starting on third base. I mean, to put it into a, you know, and, and to put it into golfing t- terms, you know, you're you're starting uh, with a 10-foot putt. I mean, you're not, yeah. you're not back on the tee box. So you have all the help, the assistance, the guidance. And I think one of the things about Horsepower Brands is that you bring that level of expertise and support that some of the FSOs don't. You know, a lot of FSOs, not a lot, but some of them are, hey, thanks for signing the agreement, thanks very much, talk to you later. Whereas you're handholding and getting people training and getting them open, so to speak, to be successful.
1: Yeah, because I mean, we're connected to the brand. Uh, We run uh, EOS, which is based on the book Traction by Gina Wickman, so we have L10 meetings. I'm on all of the brand L10 meetings for Blingle specifically right now. Um, All of our directors and other VPs are on the brand's L10s. Like We're very connected where we're actually part of the same organization. We just operate as this is our silo and development and then you have this, but I see everybody every day. I talk to them every day and we're extremely connected and understand where we need to pivot, what are updates within the industry itself, within the brand itself, And it's really cool being able to have that camaraderie and I think culture that then the franchise owners feel too.
0: Right. Right. Um, You know, uh, we're talking to uh, Terp Ricketts, who's vice president of development over at Horsepower Brands and focusing on Blingle, uh, a lighting franchise. I mean, a lot of people probably just, you know, it's just amazing the different types of businesses that get franchised. But, you know, when people think lighting, people automatically think holiday lighting. But this goes a lot further than uh, uh, holiday lighting. Um, you know we're talking about outdoor lighting, uh, you know landscaping and things like that. Um, so Terp, um, uh, what's coming next for horsepower? I mean, we're, you know, the industry. I, I have found over the last eighteen months, twenty-four months, um, that the amount of companies that are looking to franchise is it has grown. it's twofold. I mean, the growth is just enormous. Anything new and exciting coming uh, down the pike? I mean, not that you can't let the cat out of the bag, but what yeah, what should we look for? because I know Josh and I know yeah. Zach, I mean, exciting guys, very successful in the franchising space uh, that whole story with uh, you know Josh and you know, the brand that he built. Uh, what's what's coming next for uh, horsepower anything
1: exciting? So specifically, I cannot tell you. Uh, I do know, but I've got, we'll have two more brands that we're launching, franchise business brands that we're going to be launching in 2023. So what we have done though, is the first quarter of 23, like we realized our plan was every quarter and we were like, you know what? And it's, this is crazy because you know, Josh (laughs) is back, right? (laughs) We actually somebody was able to take their foot off the gas pedal a little bit, not because, hey, anything was was in, in danger of whatever, but it was like, hey, let's make sure the house is really cleaned up that are supporting verticals are just humming and rolling. And then let's go back into these next two brands. So it's okay if we don't launch one this quarter, because it really just helped us from an organizational perspective and ops perspective. And that's really cool because a lot of times these, these founders, they have you have a big ego, big on this, on that, and I'm gonna do how I wanna do it. And they're listening to their team and the intellectual capital that they've that they've put into place where they're very highly paid individuals. So I may as well listen to them. And that's the sign of, a, of an awesome leader. So it's it's fun. We've got two more brands coming. And our goal exciting. Yeah, our goal is 25 by 25. So uh, that's about 15 service-based franchise businesses and then supporting verticals, 10 supporting verticals. Uh, right now we have seven where it's uh, we have a recruiting service actually. And what we want to do is be able to make it more effective, more efficient for the franchise owner, and more cost effective. If you hire somebody that's $80,000 employee, a good headhunter head firm is going to charge you $16,000, $20,000 for that. It's not more,
0: yeah. yeah 20 twenty thirty
1: 30%, is, absolutely, yep. Yeah, ours is 15, $1,500, two grand, boom, done. Because that, what's that going to do for a franchise or? Well, it's going to increase an in owner's bottom line, top line, and then we're able to collect more royalty revenue, which is our lifeblood. And there's no reason to lie about it. It's a franchise, or it's a for-profit business too. But yeah. everyone's interests are very aligned, and that's one of the reasons I love franchising so much. Is is it's aligned?
0: Right. Well, it goes back to what I just said. I mean, uh, at, at Horsepower, your 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 influence on trying to help people, franchisees that are coming into your system to be Mm -hmm. successful is a leg up and you really care about them being successful. I mean, you know, uh, it's, you know, I mean, look, I mean, franchisors, like you said, are for profit businesses, but their profit comes from quote royalties. And if you can help people build sales and collect more royalties, it's a win-win for everybody. Mm
1: -hmm. So uh,
0: Josh, uh, Terp, um, one quick question for you. If somebody wanted to get in touch with you um, regarding Blingle or some of the other horsepower brands, obviously they can reach out to me. But what is the best way? I mean, connect with you on LinkedIn. Is there an email address that you want to use? Or you know, should they just reach out to you on uh, LinkedIn?
1: You can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Turp Ricketts, or uh, just go to the Blingle website. Fill out a contact form, and you'll be talking to me in no time. Uh, so it's just Blingle.com. OK, great.
0: Turp, any last closing statements? I can't believe we're almost out of time here, but anything else about franchising you want to share with the audience? I mean, I always tell people that, you know, put yourself in a position to want to learn. Uh, you know, it, it's OK just to ask questions. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, I always tell people that, you know, investigating and researching business ownership, looking at franchises is not uh, investing in a timeshare. Uh, the price doesn't go down every 10 minutes you're talking to someone. So it's yeah. it's a time consuming process. But is, is there anything anything you want to share? I mean, anything to get somebody off that rocking chair, so to speak, to, you know, inquire?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I you can always think that something'll change and, and want to talk about it and think about it, but you won't ever take action. And a lot of people don't. And it's all about taking action and then figuring out if something's for you. I always tell you there's three things. Does this franchisor have the best systems, processes, et cetera? Are they going to continue to invest as well? Are they in a place? Can you execute? Look at yourself in the mirror. And literally, it's not daisies and rainbows and butterflies. Regardless of the support, owning a business is difficult. So can you look at yourself in the mirror and say you can execute? And then are these cats the right culture fit for me at the end of the day? Whatever franchisor that might be. If it's Blingle, hopefully it is. Hey, let's talk. And we're the right culture fit. When you find those three things, then you got to make that jump and you'll only ever get 80% of the way there jump right. the 20 and and let's let's go out there and and create a you know a differentiation within your life at the end of the day
0: right but put yourself in a position to want to learn and and, yeah. and want to know i mean look it's okay if you say no i mean no. if it's not Those for you yeah. it's a, you know but at least no is a decision not knowing or not making a decision that that's the confusing part. Yeah. But, uh, anyway,
1: I've had girls telling me no for dates my whole <laughs> life. I tell I tell people I'm like, hey, you get a hard no is great and a hard <laughs> yes is great. The minutiae and middle ground, that's where we don't win. So go right, ahead and say right. no. That's fine. Yes or
0: no yeah. is a decision. No, uh not making a decision is not a decision. That's the way the best way it's uh, you know, it's like I tell people, you know, when somebody says no to me no, I don't want to do this. The first thing I say to them is congratulations. And they're like, well, what are you talking about? Congratulations. I go, well, congratulations. The hard part is coming to a decision. So now that you made no as your decision, let's backtrack and find out how we got to know and find something where you can potentially say yes. I mean, yes. Or maybe the timing's not right. And all those things are okay in people researching business ownership. Uh, You know, it's not for everybody. Uh, but it can be very rewarding. Anyway, we've been talking to uh, Turp Ricketts. This is Scotty Myles, uh, your host of All Things Considered Franchising, powered by Scott Milas, Uh We'll have your LinkedIn profile uh, link uh, up so people can reach out on the Blingle website if you want to reach out to uh, Terp directly uh, to find out some more information about uh, Blingle. Uh, but again, this is Scotty Myles, your host of All Things Considered Franchising. You can reach out to me at Scott at com or call me at 860-751-9126. Believe it or not, I still utilize the phone and talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Terp, it's always great catching up with you. We hope to have you back. Um, You know, I'm sure we'll be bumping into each other. We're coming up into what's called conference season, so I think we're going to be seeing a lot about each other bumping into each other. But thanks for sharing some time with us. Absolutely. Appreciate you, man. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks.